Welcome back to the venting session. Today's topic is boundaries or nothing. Previously, we talked about toxic friendships and how to establish boundaries if the relationship is worth saving. Now I want to talk to you about relationships between co-workers, managerial personnel, and staff at the place of business. Acquaintances we have met through business connections, mutual friends, or past dealings. Family members, immediate and distant, relationship partners, current and past individuals who have to co-parent, friendships, best friends, friends or associates. All these connections require some kind of boundaries. Each relationship may not be exposed to the same boundaries or reach the same extent of the boundaries. Boundaries are our personal rules for how people can survive in our space and how we operate in the presence of others. There are three types of boundaries that we must categorize for each relationship. Verbal boundaries, physical boundaries, and psychological emotional boundaries. So now... You may think, "Mm, how do we identify these boundaries or even notice if this boundary has been crossed? Ways you know these boundaries have been crossed. Verbal violations include not allowing you to speak or be heard, raising their voice and or screaming at you, saying things that are derogatory or inflammatory about your integrity and character, gossiping about you. Psychological and emotional violations include preying upon your sense of self and self-esteem, using what you've told them in confidence against you, lying to you, criticizing, demeaning, judging, or manipulating you, making fun of you, your thoughts, feelings, and beliefs, trying to make you feel guilty or responsible for them or a situation, making demands of your time and energy, shaming or embarrassing you, bullying you, or assuring you that your their thoughts and beliefs are superior to you and more important than yours. Wow. That's 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 a lot of relationships right there. But let's keep going. Physical violations include moving into your personal space, touching you without permission, being inappropriate or too familiar especially sexually, including sexual references or overtures, touching or handling things that belong to you, violating your privacy, your cell phone, your computer, your social media contacts, personal records, damaging or destroying your personal property or threatening you with physical harm. I'm going to stop right there. Because many of us have experienced some, if not many of these violations during our duration of personal, business, and social relationships. Many may be victims of physical abuse, emotional abuse, and verbal abuse. All these levels of abuse are violations of boundaries, whether they were stated or implied. Think back to a time where you dealt with an individual who deliberately pushed limits. For some, it may have been a manager or a supervisor constantly belittling you through their aggressive approach in a staff meeting or through a company email. A boyfriend 
or a girlfriend who says hurtful things in arguments or under an influence. A family member or family members who made derogatory comments about your physical appearance or your relationship status or asking questions that are just too personal to share with anyone. For others, it could be pressure to do things that they might not necessarily want to do. And last but not least, telling someone you're not ready for a relationship but expecting all the benefits. That's crossing a boundary right there. That's a violation. We got to stop that. Oftentimes, we... We have to engage in various individuals to know what we really value within ourselves and what we're willing to accept. Here are a few ways to navigate establishing healthy boundaries with anyone you encounter. First, know thyself. Get to know yourself on a more intimate level. Your personal feelings, emotions, beliefs, values, limits, tolerance levels, and what's very important to you without the consent of others. To better know yourself, you will be more susceptible to choosing significant others that best mirror the kind of life experience you want to have. Second, take responsibility of yourself. Be aware of your environment and surroundings and assess what you need for yourself. Set limits about who can come in your space and what you expect of others once they're there. How you want to be spoken to, touched and treated psychologically and emotionally. We are not responsible for the reactions of others to the boundaries we set. We're breaking the cycle of catering to others' beliefs, feelings, and actions over ours. Third, Develop a healthy respect for yourself. Your past does not define you. No matter how hard of a lesson we had to learn, no matter how many bad decisions we've made, no matter the obstacle we faced, we deserve respect. But first, it starts with us respecting ourselves. And when others don't respect us, we disengage. Fourth, Heed the warning signs. Pay attention to those who intentionally push those buttons, cross boundaries, and exhaust limits. Those who invade your personal space and privacy without consent. Five, don't try to fix others. Fixing others is a way of trying to get love, attention, and or validation. Trying to fix people is a waste of time and energy. Please, ultimately, there is ultimately there is not interest in becoming any other way than what they are. So you just got to let them be who they are. And, you know, you got to love them through their mess. I've, I've heard that a lot. And that's just what it is. So you can choose to make it your project. But I'm done with projects. Okay, number six, you are in charge of your choices. You have the right to decide where your mind's going to go and what direction you're going in without having to bear the mistreatment of others and how they feel. It's okay to walk away without any guilt and don't look back. Trust me, 
you are in charge of your choices. If you choose to disengage or if you choose to engage, it's all in your choice. Last but not least, separate yourself from others. I know sometimes it's hard to imagine yourself without these people because you're so emotionally attached to these people but you're remaining intellectually and psychologically detached from them you got to be able to separate your feelings your thoughts and your beliefs from others and that's how you can really establish your boundaries because I know what I want I don't want this because you want it or you want it for me but I want it because I know myself. So you got to take yourself out of the box of others and really get in your own box. So you can really establish those boundaries because a lot of us have been in these situations or still in this situation or may even be in a situation where a lot of these boundaries are going to be crossed. But because we don't know that they're boundaries and we don't know what we want, We're just a revolving door to let anything come in and anything go out. But we're going to stop. We're going to sweep off our porch. We're going to readjust that knob. And we're going to only let good things in. And we're going to control what is operated in our space and in our presence. Thank you for listening.